The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You're listening to the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. So if you're driving along right now, maybe on the Yellowhead, maybe you're on the QE2 heading down to Calgary, maybe you're on the White Mud, take a look around. Uh, probably pretty likely you can see someone with a dog mm. in their vehicle and, and probably a good chance it's uh, not buckled up. It's not in a doggy harness. It's sitting in the front seat, roam in the back seat. Sure. We're not talking about situations like we've had on our show where somebody reported a dog in the bed of the truck or on a flat deck. I think we had one time he was uh, roaming around. Um, But just in your car in general, Mm -hmm. perhaps uh, nose out the window, smelling um, the various scents out there. Maybe, uh, as you just said, Jay, jumping in and out of the front and back seat. I know... Uh, Jack used to lean into the front seat and put his head on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a gal out in uh, PEI, and uh, she she was traveling the other day. She lost control of her vehicle. It flipped six times. Amazingly, she escaped with only a few um, bumps and bruises. And her dog, who was in the vehicle as well, didn't get hurt as all at all because it was in a dog seat. Now, here's the thing. When I first saw the article, I didn't want to agree with this woman at all. Mm-hmm. The you know, it suggested in the first couple of paragraphs that she's now an advocate for seat belting your pet in and I thought, well that's ridiculous because I've never met a dog that would put up with a seat belt. Um she is talking about dog carriers and she, you know, again, because of her experience last weekend, She's really grateful that her dog was in a mm-hmm. in a car seat. But it's interesting because uh, a, a veterinarian at the New Perth Animal Hospital, New Perth is in uh, Prince Edward Island as well, she contributed to this article, and she made some recommendations, and I wondered what our listeners thought of them. She recommended drivers use crates for smaller animals, of course. Mm-hmm. When we take the cats to the vet... You put them in a crate. They go in a crate, right. We can't have them roaming around. We've never put a dog in a crate that I can think of, um, but we have had in the past a barrier mm-hmm. uh, at the back of our car so that Jack would go in, I have a hatchback, so Jack would go in the back and he wasn't able to get into the front, but he hated it and mm-hmm. cried the whole time, but okay. She says for larger animals, uh, pet owners in- should install dividers like I did that create an enclosed space either in the hatch or back seat of the car, but she also cautioned pet owners not to let their animals ride in the car with their heads sticking out the window. She said loose gravel, insects, and tree branches could hit them or they could jump out of the car. It says if they're hanging their head out their, the window, they should have goggles on. How do you get a dog to wear goggles? There are dogs out there. I see them, the dogs on motorcycles that have oh, goggles okay. on, yeah. And there are seatbelt attachments for dogs. I had them for my dogs. I had them for Neil and Ted. And through some contraption, you put on a harness and it, it, it hooked up through the seatbelt. And belt. did he tolerate yep. it? Yeah, he sat there. He sat there in, in the in the seatbelt, yeah. I suppose if as a puppy you trained them to mm-hmm. understand this is how they travel in the car, but I can't imagine a dog putting up with being seatbelted in. And I've been told by veterinarians that the reason dogs put their nose out the window is not for the breeze, is that they 
They love picking up all the scents that they pick up. Sensory overload for them, right? So they love it. But when you think about it, how many people, you know, you look over and you see there's a guy driving and he's got his poodle on his lap or there's a, uh, you know, a, a Labrador retriever sitting in the front seat. My dogs, and I will admit this, so I did the seat belts for quite some time and then I just got away from it and I didn't. And uh, Neil would sit in the front seat in the, or in the in the passenger side in the front seat, wouldn't move. Ted would sit in the back um, and that's how we moved around. They weren't big on you know, coming up in between the two of you or putting your their head on mm-hmm. their shoulder. That's where they sat. But had there been an accident... Well, that's right. They wouldn't have been contained, right. Those dogs would have gone flying. Yep. And now here's where the conversation has to naturally go. Look at this text, because you and I talked about this off-air. So this texture says, We just took dog training at PetSmart, and the trainer said that that strapping your dog is the law in Alberta. Uh, We looked into it. I think it's just the definition of distracted driving is what she was talking about. And that's the thing, because could a dog put in his... And I've seen it. We've all seen it. You're driving along, you look over, and there's a dog on someone's lap out Mm -hmm. the window, or they're jumping back and forth, or... So is that distracted driving? So, and here, this is from the Alberta Veterinary Medical Association. Um... And it says, number one, distracted driving. Alberta and other jurisdictions have put distracted driving laws in effect that cover not only the most common occurrences of distracted driving, like cells, cell phones, but can can also apply to free-roaming dogs and vehicles. From the Alberta Transportation website, the most frequently asked question regarding the distracted driving law is whether pets are specifically addressed by the law. And here's the answer. In situations where the driver becomes too involved with their pet, police could reasonably argue that the distraction is comparable to the specifically banned activities of reading, writing and grooming and lay a charge. Also, the Tra- Traffic Safety Act allows police to charge a driver who permits anything, including a pet, to occupy the front seat of the vehicle such that it interferes with the driver's access to the vehicle controls and the safe operation of a vehicle. Hmm. But by the sounds of it, if a driver violates a distracted driving precision... Uh, provision and an existing provision of the Traffic Safety Act, it would be up to the discretion of the officer as to if one or both charges would apply. Interesting. So we've seen charges laid uh, against individuals who have not who've had their dog in the back of a truck, that kind of thing. That charge relates to the dog and the care of the dog. Mm-hmm. This charge relates to the distraction of the driver and not necessarily the safety of the dog. Yes. That's an interesting distinction. Now somebody texted, so we don't seatbelt kids in school buses but we're supposed to seatbelt dogs now. But I've I've learned a lot about seatbelts and buses, uh-huh. and I used to say that I thought it was the expense, and it isn't. I've looked into it. It's safety. It's about safety. The buses are actually designed to take an impact and keep the kids as safe as possible. It's the height of the seats, the structure of the bus, and some other things. But also, you have a single adult on the bus who is the driver. Their ability to unseat belt. 30, 40, 50 kids. strap on that by right. the time of, yeah. Exactly. So it's far safer for the children on a school bus not to have a seatbelt. That's the reason school buses don't have seatbelts. And I know that is hard for us to wrap our head around. Right, because we've been taught seatbelts are the safest way. But school bus design has changed, and they've determined that that is the safest way to transport a child. But a dog, you're right, like in a case of a car in a collision, that dog's flying. He's going to go through the windshield. He's going to get... 
So And we've seen that where there's been accidents and the dog goes out a window and mm-hmm. gets lost, doesn't come back or whatever happens. Or think about it, depending on the way that you're hit, um, uh, a big dog, um, you know, moving through the body of the car into a human being too, and what kind of damage that yep. could be on, on both the bodies. This text, a friend's son was hit on his bike. The woman was distracted in the front seat by her dog. Yep. The woman was charged with distracted yeah. driving. Yeah. So it is happening, and um, I, I know there's a number of people texting and say that they're doing the seatbelt thing with their dogs, or you know, in the in the carriers. I've never heard of it oh, before yeah. today. But there's there's a lot of folks, and hey, I was one of them that would let them sit there, no problem, no hmm. problem whatsoever. And to the point, even even with Bo Breeze now, um, if Bo Breeze is in the pickup truck. Um, so coach was taking me to an event on the weekend. We took Bo Breeze along for a ride. He's in the back seat, but he's got his head on the on the full, mm-hmm. you know, the bench yep. seat in the front, across the front. But he'll sit in the front seat once I'm out of there. He'll sit there, but we don't have him harnessed, and we should have him harnessed. Absolutely. Well, it's something to think about uh, for sure. I know in the case of our cats, we only have cats now. We transport them all in a carrier, but Angus will not tolerate the carrier unless the door's left open. So he'll stay in the carrier but the door, which is just a cage yeah. door, it's just bars, it has to be left open, in which case he puts his chin on the as long as he's able to yeah. put his chin out of the carrier he's happy. I but tried I, to transport know. a cat once without a carrier in a car. Oh, good luck. That was a gong show. Oh, they, they panic. Like they, Dogs get excited, mental. cats panic. They scratch and meow and jump and ugh. It is, it is something to think about. I, you know, as I say, the law will may dictate that you get a distracted driving ticket, so that's something to think about as well. But Dwayne in Edmonton, it's absolutely ridiculous that a dog has to be in a seatbelt. We're not saying that a dog has to be no. in a seatbelt. That's not what it's we're not saying. It's not a seatbelt at all, and that no. was what threw me off from the article. I thought I pictured trying to take my dog, getting it to sit, and putting a seatbelt on it. They're talking about approved dog carriers, so sort of like a child seat. It's a dog carrier, right? Yeah, that, but, but there are things that attach to the seatbelt right, of the vehicle. That make it appropriate for yes. the animal. Right. Yeah. Or they're saying transported yeah. in a carrier. Yeah. But he, I, we're not saying that it has to be in a seatbelt. There is no law that says that the dog has to be in one. What we're saying mm-hmm. to you is that if you have vehicles or animals roaming around the inside of your vehicle and something happens, like you hit someone on a bike, Right. Like we just heard about, that you can be charged with distracted right. driving. So there's two issues here. Yeah. They're different issues, but they both relate to dogs. The one issue is the safety of the animal. It is not a law, folks. It's not a law. There is a law, though, that you cannot be distracted while driving. Mm-hmm. That's the law. So it's not about the animal, per se. The animal now represents a cell phone, a bowl of soup, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. It's the distraction of the animal that is yeah. the law you'll be violating. In the distracted driving law, it does not say dogs, cats, it does not say animals. No, but, you just can't be distracted. But you can't be distracted, and it would be up to a police officer to determine whether right. or not it would be up to theirs if it would fall into that. Right. Yes, it does not say dog or animal in the law. No. But there is the provision. The dis- at the discretion be, of the officer. That's right. There you go. All right, folks, and we explained about the bus thing, Andrew. Yes, the design of a bus is, it's been analyzed over many, many years and many accident reconstructions and many studies and surveys and engineers and all of that. The way that a bus is designed is designed to be the safest possible passage for your children. The height of the seats uh, would prevent the children from flying around the design of the bus. Mm-hmm. But the bigger 
uh, concern. concern is that if the bus is in an accident, if it has to be evacuated quickly, you don't want to have 40 children unable to get their seatbelts off or struggling with their seatbelts while one adult, the driver, tries to go row to row to row to unbelt everybody. Mm-hmm. So over the years, they've determined the safest thing is to is to change the design of the bus to allow for the children to survive impact, and then they can on their own evacuate the bus. There is a push again to get seatbelts onto uh, buses that don't have them, and in some cases, in some provinces, I think come 2020 or 2022, um, there will be more buses on or more belts on buses, mm-hmm. but that is the reasoning behind. Right, there's these why quick release been. belts they're looking at that the children will have to be trained in how to release them. Mm-hmm. So, but that's way down the road. They're expensive, and there's so many buses that would have to be retrofitted that it would be very costly. You can get a hold of us anytime at 630-630. The phone number here also is 496-0063. Uh, I, I do think that uh, I'm going to have to go get a dog harness for the smaller one anyway. The old girl doesn't ride in the vehicle very much anymore. It's tough for her to get in and out. So Yeah, what does she do when she's in there? Just lays in the back seat? Because yeah. that was the best day ever when Jack would just lay in oh, the back Willow, seat. Oh, Willow just sits there and is totally chill, but it's a little <laughs> tough for her to get in and out of the vehicle right so now. So you were saying, in, was it New Jersey? In New Jersey, um, you can be fined up to $1,000 for allowing um, an animal to, animal to be unrestrained in your vehicle. Hmm. And some people are like completely adamant. Nah, that's the last thing I would ever do. The day I die, man. Oh, just hearing from a uh, school bus uh, driver, I believe. Mm. You're also supposed to have your backpack on your lap when you're on a school bus to act like an airbag if the bus was in an accident or had to hit the brakes. That from Jeremy. Hmm. How about... Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind that one. <laughs> it's, it started really good, and then you're like, ah, okay, mm-hmm. no, never mind. Yeah. So, anyway, um, you know, for what it's worth, that's just... And it was just a lady who was in an accident who mm-hmm. said her dog managed to survive. They both managed to survive thanks to seatbelts. So there, there you go. go. Uh, what about that... Uh, do we have time? What? For the Big Mac? Oh, sure. Oh, my gosh, this was funny. Uh, it's a video that's gone viral. Somebody... We've all had this happen to us. You pull up to order at a drive through and uh, they say something you don't understand, or they tell you to wait a second, or they're talking to somebody else, but they haven't turned their microphone off on their headset. Mm. Well, this guy pulled up to one um, and just began filming in Florida, of course, and uh, he filmed he filmed the conversation of uh, an employee who didn't realize he was at the window, and she was apparently talking on the phone to a friend. Always make sure your microphone is off. Told me before I even made it to the clock in clock that I'm here for cleaning. I said, Oh no, I'm not. I took my ass right back home, Chantel. No, if I'm gonna clean on my day off, I'm gonna clean at home. <laughs> I took my ass right back up out of here. I didn't even say nothing to nobody. I just walked out. I apologize for the way. How can I help you? Oh uh, yeah, let me get your. Uh... <laughs> Two for four, one sausage egg McMuffin and one bacon egg and cheese McGriddle, please. <laughs> she made him wait for the, a couple of minutes. We only aired the portion well, yeah. that we could air. Yeah. But the video goes on and on, yeah. and uh, she talks about drugs, a, a drug deal. She drops the F-bomb mm. and uh, derivations of it several, several times. And the, the best part for me was when... 
And then she's talking on the phone, so you can't hear the other side of the conversation, but she's going on and on and on. And then you hear her make a little noise like, oh, where she must have realized there's a customer sitting there waiting. And that's when she went, oh, sorry for the wait. I mean, very professional at that point. But man. I left her mic on the entire time. <laughs> Complained about her employer, her friends, her cousin. Who's working? Who's on the phone in the drive-in window? Drive-through, yeah, I know. And no other employee apparently cared because there's more than just her working, I would assume. But, yeah, her on the phone. And you've had it happen, right? I've heard lots of conversations. And I've never, I, I'm assuming there's an on-off button to the well, mic. Yeah, all I'm saying is I've, I've done almost 30 years working behind a microphone, and you <laughs> really need to make sure that your microphone is, is off. And For we've sure. all had... had um, moments. Moments. Yeah. Um, some worse than others <laughs> um, I can think of. I guess uh, the advantage of our job here is that when... Uh, there's a hot mic in the studio, and sometimes it'll be the guest mic, mm-hmm. right? So we turn off our own mics. The guest doesn't turn off theirs. Um, we'll start getting texts right yeah. away. Hot mic, hot mic. Mm-hmm. And, and then you do that big, well, what did we just say over the last <laughs> five minutes, right? It, but it's great when you can c- control your own mic when you mm-hmm. rely on someone else. So let's yeah. say you're you're at an event. Um, I remember doing a telethon and uh, going to the washroom. And I had a what's a lav mic, those little small yep. ones that you put the backpack, the back on, right. on the back, and they didn't turn it off. Yeah, till about like halfway through, until you could hear me going to the bathroom. <laughs> oh no! It's like really, <laughs> so I shouldn't have to reach over and switch it on and off every time. You're, did you're that relying. air? Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, that's a slice of life right there. It was a long, long. I mean, time everybody ago. goes. Oh, you gotta love Thunder Bay Television. <laughs> I know. Every, you know what? Everyone goes to the washroom. Almost everyone swears. Uh, people have problems with their family and their friends, right? You just don't intend to broadcast it, and you certainly didn't think anyone would videotape it, but it is very entertaining. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.